Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Anime Social Club, the weekly anime podcast where we talk about a different anime movie every single week. Once again, brought to you by your boy Kid Benji, along with uh, Jake and Brian. Join with me here once again, like always, every single week at the same time that we try to sort of post. Hey, at least we're not at 1 a.m. We did it. It's 1130. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but you know, only... I think after the last intro, we and Brian, we weren't allowed to introduce ourselves. Anymore. No, you guys aren't. Um, so, uh, <laughs> Mother, you. Well, you... I'm wrong that time. Yes. Uh, nothing. <laughs> Anyways. Uh... We should be able to do the intro. <laughs> okay. Well, next week. Anyways, be sure to check out the YouTube oh, channel here. as well. Uh, I posted another video on there about Kaguya Sama. So, if you guys know about that, check that out. I also check out the Kitsu group, which will be linked in the description below on my profile page. And uh, during that, you can discuss online. Um, we really need to get these podcasts watched and recorded a lot earlier. And yeah, probably in my opinion, you know, maybe not the last <laughs> week. <laughs> um, yeah, but we do already have the next movie picked out, which I'll, I'll let you know at the end of the podcast. Um, and I don't know Ooh. if either of you will even like it. So, but we'll save that for that time. Um, let's go ahead and get started like we normally do. And uh, as you guys know, we're going to give your thoughts, opinions, uh, whatever points, uh, whatever you wanted to present. Uh, we'll start with Jake, Brian, and then me, and then we'll dive deeper into discussion from there. So, Jacob. Uh, I mean, for me, I mean, it was a very interesting coming of age fantasy movie you know and it was very nice uh slice of lifey um i kind of felt like i said i said this during the movie i kind of i said i felt like this is like a whole anime series that they just put back to back to back <laughs> like a whole <laughs> season a whole first season yeah um kind of, and yeah. uh and but but it, uh, for me it wasn't like boring it kind of had like three major storylines throughout it and um the last one i actually enjoyed the most um the whole you know losing the power thing you know and trying to figure that out because there was actual conflict it wasn't just like every life is perfect and everything's working out and everybody's giving me extra money and my i'm i'm profiting and all these things it was like there was actual challenge so that was kind of nice you know little thing at the end but for me it was just a it, it's one of those like cool like beginner like this is one of those like you watch with a girl who's never watched anime before you know <clears throat> and uh it's a great movie though great movie yeah awesome brian i took notes nice oh yeah. link me them after I, I i post the notes in the discussion okay well i mean i mean it's on a, it's on a, it's on an envelope but anyways <laughs> <laughs> as it as it should be uh, so when i heard we were watching kiki's delivery service i was like uh yikes this is gonna be some cutesy shit but um i don't know either uh i'm changing or it was actually really good because i kind of liked it and i don't i don't normally like cutesy anime i think like the thing i really liked about the story was um it just seemed like the character sort of like refused to accept defeat and i really love that mm -hmm. it was just like mm -hmm. overwhelming optimism just constantly defeating uh like i don't know bad luck like <laughs> right. it was like she always lost and then would eventually gain more in the end by doing the right thing. So she would always choose the harder decision right off the bat, and then it would pay dividends later on. And I don't know. I just really liked that. Uh, it was kind of nice looking. Um, 
I mean, it was. I thought her losing her powers was kind of weird because uh, yeah, it didn't really like, make any. The time. I, I'm down with her losing her powers, but the timing was off. Yeah. I, I felt like, but uh, it was kind of cool watching her deal with that. Um, the character had like some intense mood swings sometimes. Like she was sometimes re- highly resilient to to situations, and then other times it was just like one mean thing, and she's she, that's it. She's done for the day. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I I. She kind of felt realistic in that way because mm-hmm. people aren't normally just well-rounded. So, yeah. and she was thirteen. Um, She's thirteen too. Yeah. So, so here's some of my like shorthand notes. Uh, I put detail in every scene uh, was pretty amazing, down to even like how a broom would break in the proper situation. Yeah, like I noticed, uh, like in a lot of animes, they'll just break shit and then they won't like the some of the pieces will be like, greater than the whole. It's like impossible. It's like well, not there's no way that much broom came from that broom kind of thing you know it's like yeah but like i, I actually like paused it and like you could tell like you could physically put together the two halves back together like i don't know i, th- I just thought that was really interesting like they took a lot they put a lot of detail into the small things um I, I i don't know about you guys but i don't know if it was in subbed or dubbed for you but it was dubbed for me same same dub yeah and i thought the dub was fucking amazing like every person was so good like it, mm-hmm. I, it made me wonder if there was ever even a sub version yeah um uh let's see uh, i noticed that there was like it was kind of like the city uh the rich people all are were like rooting sort of ungrateful which is kind of you know realistic you know mm-hmm. and it was like all the poor people were the only ones with like halfway decent values um let's see i think that's about it for some of the short notes but yeah nice, there we go. nice. i liked it nice um cool well i'm you know, pretty happy that you guys enjoyed it. Uh, being as you know, as you guys aren't really a slice of life anime viewers, um, and you know, you guys really never really got into the genre, which you know is totally understandable considering the. Um, you really got to find your niche when it comes to those types of shows because there are sub genres within the slice of life, um, part of anime. Um, but this is definitely um, very early. I would say uh, mid early Miyazaki. Uh, in terms of his um, directing portfolio, and uh, because the the last one we watched, which was uh, Mononoke, was uh, a yeah. in ninety seven, and this movie was in uh, eighty nine. So this is about a oh, ten. Oh, by the same guy. Yeah, yeah. They're both they're both uh, Studio Ghibli films, and uh, Miyazaki is the one who directed both of these, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so one interesting thing is that uh, both of the movies, uh, Mononoke and um, uh, Kiki is that they both have this really fast start. Like there's really no buildup. It's kind of just you're just in it. You know what I mean? Um, mm. Mononoke, you immediately had the monster, and then the dude gets kicked out. And Kiki's, uh, she um, literally runs home and leaves that night. You know, like right. the story just starts. I just realized two two things they both have in common. Mm-hmm. Both of the characters had no problem leaving everything they had behind to go start a new life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. exactly, and it's um, I, I, I like that. Um, I, I, I feel like it's kind of necessary, uh, with uh, an anime movie because uh, you don't really have to characterize, um, your main protagonist as much as you would need to do in an anime where you have multiple episodes to kind of develop that and kind of figure out, um, who they are or how they would react to situations. Um, so instead, this really abrupt direct start to it um that kind of really gives a very good insight to their character is um is nice you know we're not really guessing or or really 
you know, driving our brains to think about what is this character's motivation or why they do what they do. We have a pretty good establishment early on, um, which is, you know, it seems to be a, a very unique thing for uh, Miyazaki, at least when it comes to his directing. Um, so and then, yeah, I do agree with the tiny animations were uh, fantastic. Uh, the liftoff scene was incredible. Uh, when she first yeah, takes off we from her house. Talking about how how well the characters uh, were drawn out and just like the details that they took, um, in that was just was great for me. Just it was a pleasure to watch even just that as like these new characters were introduced. There was obvious reasons why they stood out, but they were they were pleasing and it met uh, it really went with everything. So it was just really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the the character designs are great. And then um, like you also said, uh, the 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 people um, were voiced very well and they even got the interactions down, um, especially the customer interactions that you had, uh, yeah. you know, with the, uh, with the guy giving her the really heavy box and her asking for the address. And he goes, well, the box has the address, you know, instead <laughs> yeah. of just giving it to yeah. her. Yeah. So they kind of really captured that um, customer interaction. So the, even the little things, <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they did really well. Anyway, that's worked in like retail knows it's exactly how customers act. Exactly. Yeah. He's like, well, I wrote it on the like, box. Tell me your address, bro. <laughs> He's like, I wrote it on the box. <laughs> um, uh, also, uh, funny enough, the ability consistency uh, throughout the show, um, for however much it was there, uh, there was a uh, consistent use of it, um, which I, I would really attribute to the simplicity of which they approached her powers. Right. They never really gave super in depth to it. They really made it really very much baseline um, to the point where flying almost seemed possible for us. Um, they weren't like casting spells. They weren't channeling things. They just could fly. Right. And even yeah. the abilities of the other two witches, which is her mom and the person she meets early on, um, their abilities really weren't out of the ordinary. And you can really kind of bring it back down into you know, our version of reality, right? With her doing potions, which we could, you know, refer to as alchemy or just simply just science in general or chemistry. And then yep. fortune telling, which is, you know, we have the tarot cards and different ways that people try to predict the future. Um, both those are pretty grounded in some form of reality in regards to like us. The only thing that keeps it abstract is the flying uh, aspect of it, right? So that, yeah, that they didn't even try to do any spells or anything, which I thought was interesting. Exactly, yeah, and then the only really and it was a very unique thing. Like it was only like there was only the one witch per town. Yeah, which I found it was all like the physical aspects of a witch, like mm -hmm. like all, like no magic. Uh, you know, like okay, she can fly. That okay, and um, potions, talk, talking but... to the the cat was probably the only other magical thing. Yeah, um, yeah, that occurred, which I did like that they gave the cat like um, normally sidekicks usefulness is is kind of really hard <laughs> to like really bring out um but I I'm, I'm, yeah i'm glad that they gave the cat the ability to communicate with other animals though um yeah that was a nice touch which made him not just a, a comedic relief but he was useful as well uh, when she first started losing her powers it, it almost seemed like something more nefarious was going on because the cat didn't not only did he lose like she lost her ability to understand what he's saying but the cat seemed like he was acting like a completely different cat yeah, like he didn't even care about her. Or didn't yeah, her. which I yeah. which made me wonder if her powers animate him. Like if if he doesn't exist unless she also has her powers, because then he just goes back to being a normal cat. Yeah, that's, that's what. I, yeah, that's what I thought too. Um, yeah, because yeah. he doesn't he doesn't seem like he was super smart when she wasn't talking to him when she wasn't able to talk to him. I think he went back to being just a normal no, black normal cat. cat. Yeah, 
which I'm going to dive a little bit deeper into that and kind of the metaphor with that and spirit. Um, but the last thing I want to touch on or the last two things um, is uh, this movie is uh, if I were to describe a picture book in movie form, this is definitely be it. Um, yeah. Anytime you pause the movie, it's like you're looking at, at, a, at a literal book, you know, that those very intricate, detailed and vibrant um, colors and and drawings. It, it really pops out to you like a normal children's book would. Um, and I absolutely love that. Um, the, I would say the, the biggest downfall is the amount of tonal shifts that this uh, movie really takes, um, mm. which kind of leads me to believe that this was more of a this movie feels like more of an expression of uh, from yeah. Miyazaki's mind, kind of like a, a love letter to something or someone um, as opposed to just a really fully fleshed out story uh, in general. But I agree. Um, yeah, like trying to capture like the essence of someone. Um, exactly and i think that's why jacob was saying it felt like episodes not like a movie yeah like it was like it because it seems like it's it's trying to capture somebody's life or something about somebody um or they're trying to capture a thing it doesn't seem like it's trying to have a beginning middle and end it's just like it's just the journey of life yeah it all it also captured for me the uh, the essence of like old people and young people interactions better Mm -hmm. than i've ever seen before Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like uh Old people, like, you know, it, when you're a kid, you always used to do jobs for old people. At least I did. And they yeah. would always be way more generous. And it's, and they, they realized that, like, you know, they're sort of older and they have all this money. And it's so rare that kids are actually willing to do nice things. That you really want to reward the ones that are going to actually go above and beyond. And she just constantly went above and beyond, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, that was the worst. It almost made me feel guilty, you know? Like, um she just constantly kept doing more and more and more despite like not needing to, but it was just really super nice. You know, she's like offering, like she was just supposed to deliver something to the old lady. And then, you know, by the end of it, she ends up cleaning her house and shit, you know, it's like what helping her bake a pie and all this, or, you know, all this stuff. And then I thought it was ironic that we went through this whole experience, this, this ridiculous arc of where she's making this pie and she, we're getting to know these old ladies and all these, all the fact that she's a witch and, She's got to fly through the storm, and we finally get to this house, and it's some rich snobs, and they don't give a fuck about the... (laughs) About the, yeah. I I just thought that was, oh, how hilarious, but how true. Like, you know, it's just really, really uh, contrasted, because it was like, we got to see what wholesome sort of hard work, you know, actually caring about what, what, what they have, versus, like, the other side of the rich snobs, where it's like, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like... Yeah, it was definitely a full picture. Like it was yeah. just uh, that I just thought it really just the human interactions and connections that were actually real. I mean, for me, it, like it, like because I have I can't judge it like or I can't like look at it as like it, like like Mononuke, for example, where there was a whole journey that you went on and it didn't change like as far as like it wasn't like one thing after another thing and it wasn't very there was nothing that was fluff inside of that whole story. And so with this, I mean, I, I don't even I'm not even sort of saying there was a lot of fluff in this, but there was a lot of where you're when you're watching, it, you're kind of trying to figure out why am I watching this? Like, what does this matter? You know what I mean? Like, why does this matter at all? 
Um, uh, I kept then, asking myself, yeah. why do I like this? Yeah, you yeah. Know? You're just like, I, could, yeah, I it's couldn't like a, come up with a single answer, but I still love yeah. the movie. Yeah, you're just like watching it like, well, it's great. I might as well just, you know, enjoy the ride. Well, they're on a train now. Great. Okay, cool. <laughs> we're in there. Cool. I thought it was interesting that there wasn't a, there was, there was no, almost no plot. Like, I mean, there was mm-hmm. a plot, but it, but there was no like pressing crisis, uh, climactic moment until you could argue the, the sort of the ending with the, the, ending, the blip. Yeah, got exciting but, for a I second. Mean, I, I watched a video at the end, and, it, and I think it's only ten minutes long. So you go almost two hours or however long the movie is without really any pressing. You know, there's a couple of situations, but you're not really ever afraid of her dying or anything serious. It's just right. oh, she's not going to get the delivery. Like they they sell it up yeah. quite a bit, but. It's like not to the blimp. Is there anything that really truly tests her? Yeah, and it's funny when you were mentioning, um, you know, the old young kid interaction because it made me remember I I I I biked to my grandma's house. It was like five miles, and I I did it so I can go help her like rake her leaves. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And it's like it's like wow, like uh, that's bringing me back, um, like these like nostalgic feelings that I had completely forgotten. And they just cap that essence that it just captures it so well. And you're like, yeah. oh, wow. Like it, it brings me back to that. You know, when I was like nine, um, I, I worked all summer. I mean, I say all summer, maybe it was like a month, but I went every day and I had to ride my bike about a mile to this neighbor's house who should basically live on top of a fucking mountain. It was like 500 feet high. I had to pedal all the way up this thing. And then I pulled weeds and raked her yard and did all this, all, all this stuff around the place for like a whole month straight. And then she gave me a computer. That was my first ever computer. Oh, nice. <laughs> and that this movie was like that in a nutshell for me. It was it was just like that experience of just like, you know, like this kid's like, oh, I mean, the kid already had good morals. But that was to me was like learning good morals, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah for would, sure. It made the computer so much better, even though it was a piece of shit. All, all I could really play was that stupid ping pong game on it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it was it was funny because uh, I feel like the way that, you know, the story progressed and the reason why we probably we we they, like the relatability when it comes to like when you normally watch a movie, um, the linear storyline kind of gives you a sense of like where you can kind of predict things where where they're going to go or what the conflict is going to be. Um, but every issue was like unpredictable. Um, like uh, I thought the issue with the, with that whole scene when she's given that heavy delivery was going to be the weight of the delivery, but it was actually her not having anything to wear, you know, or uh, having to go to the lady's house. I thought the issue was going to have to be, you know, not being able to find where the house mm. was, but it was more so the, 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 the platter not being baked which I, I didn't even see coming in her helping, you know what I mean? So like a lot That's of a, a, a lot of a lot of these like issues were um almost like I don't know how Miyazaki did it, but he tapped into something or something gave him something, but he was able to create um a viewing experience that didn't play on like traditional linear storytelling values, but more so just kind of reached into your like nostalgic childhood and like you know connected with you on that level you know what i mean kind of that whole yeah. you're like questioning like well why do i like this like why am i watching this you know and 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 because it's 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 triggering something you know beyond just a normal story you know but yeah. well it's it, it is like human experience i mean a lot of it as an adult you can look at that and remember what it was like when you first moved out on your own 
and like you're having that's the way life is right you think it's going to go one way and then this the thing you didn't account for is what happens right and so it's kind of interesting like i think a lot of a lot of what we find like inspiring are the things that we are drawn to like how we're drawn to this movie and not knowing why like that's what like that's what art is and art is bringing out meaning in something and it's and for us like i mean for me i remember i'm looking at that like even how the city like was so detailed like that's how a city would actually be today right like it wasn't it wasn't like this this like place that doesn't that couldn't exist right it's a place that could exist and and these were actual human experiences that you're like, wow, like I can relate to this. And, and it became meaningful to you because it, you attach those things to the actual memories that you had in the past. Right. So I don't know. It's such a, it's, it, I think for me, that's why I really enjoyed it because not a lot of slice of life for me really do that. It's really just like, yeah, you know, how do I just have a basic day and make it, make it be exciting in friendship. Yeah. And so, well, but for me, this was like, wow, like this is actually meaningful. And there's actually things that, you know, there's challenges that are actual challenges that we actually have to overcome every day because we don't every day have to overcome, you know, our greatest fears. But um, there are times when, you know, we're everything's going great. And then all of a sudden, for no reason at all, like things just aren't going well. Like I can't do what I used to do. I can't work how I used to work. Um, I'm vulnerable or whatever in a place now that's still new and I still have this to work on, you know? So it's such an interesting thing for me. And I think that's part of why I really enjoyed the yeah. movie as a whole. Yeah. And so. it's actually interesting that you say that, cause that's going to connect me to, you know, the, the thing I want to refer back to, which was um, the, the lost and magic part, which is um, the ending. Uh, the, it seems like magic, you know, it was a pretty obvious metaphor for creativity. Um, and then to a further extent, right, you would say that the magic was, you know, the your, your, your spirit inside of you. And um, mm -hmm. kind of like how Brian was referencing, you know, the, the cat not really having a personality without Kiki being able to fly. It's also, you could also probably interpret it as because magic is from the spirit, right? So then uh, the cat would be an extension of herself, right? Or an extension of her spirit. So the it would make sense for the cat to not have um, have who it was because it essentially because when her spirit was at its lowest, um, the the cat wasn't able to take on that personality because her spirit wasn't in what she was trying to do. And so she wasn't able to connect with, you know, her broom or her cat in the same way like she was before. Um, I mean. He was like a familiar and it was almost like, you know, she went from like level one back down to level zero. And so she lost mm -hmm. the ability to have a familiar, you know, kind of thing. Like, and, and and the cat just went back to being a normal cat. You know, it's like. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like we can both like all three of us can relate to like, you know, when you get those mental blocks. Right. You kind of really got to like you, you like in the moment you feel like, oh, shit, will I ever be able to do this thing that I'm good at ever again? You know, or will I ever be able to surpass it? ever again you know because you just feel stuck but then you know you just find inspiration you know you take a step back and then you're able to kind of reignite that thing that kind of drove you in the first place you know yeah and i, and I kind of like too the idea that the cat was you know what was happening was it was an extension of her spirit because it was kind of interesting that if you noticed the cat was always the opposite of what she actually did right 
Yeah. And it's like, and it's Ooh, like, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's what, what that is, is as it's, that's that voice that when you're going to take a risk, you always have that voice. That's like, don't do it because it's the risk. Right. But then you do it anyway, and then you get rewarded for it. Right. Um, or you don't, right. It's this thing is, it's like, that's the point of the risk. Right. But there's always that thing that'll be like, no, but then you do it anyway. Right. And so it was such an interesting thing that even though that is an extension of herself, because that is an extension of all of us, right. All of us like are, are, we want to be safe and we also want to, you know, take adventures too. And so, um, I, I think it's really a cool idea that that's, that's why it's like the cat was the thing that was like telling her not to, you know, like, don't, don't do it. But she was like, okay, we're going to do it. <laughs> and, uh, but, yeah. but and, and it's something that it's like, wow, like what, like, what if I could do something like that? Like when that pops in my head, like, it's like those things that like trying to be practical, I guess the most practical way I can say it with that is like, when that pops in my head, like, what do I do when the challenge arises? And like, do I just go, no, we probably shouldn't do that. Or, or I'm like, here, let's go, you know, like it's time. And so what I think it was such a, a great approach um, to to her life and especially like where it was at. And it, and it was definitely reminded me of like a lot of times that um, especially, you know, when I first moved out and being young, um, you know, having those like doubts on my decisions and then, you know, it ended up working out. And so, yeah, so it was, it's, it's a cool thing. And I think it's a I think I actually think it's a great idea that that is a piece of her spirit or whatever. Uh, one one thing I really liked from this movie is I knew everybody from that movie. Like I I I I, could, I mean like put a name to every single one of those characters. Yeah, every single character me. was like, oh, big hair lady, cool. Yeah, that's that's my home ec teacher from high school. It's like, uh, like every single person was just a classic. Like I, they, you know, in a way they were a trope, but they were so well done that I just immediately know who they were in real life. Like I could just put a, a name to every single one of them. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know. It's and, like we knew every character that they showed us. Yeah, we can connect them, which which I'm glad you brought that up because we're really kind of showing a lot of love to this movie, right? But it's an old movie. And mm. I, I feel like this is um, a testament to how good Ghibli is because we've seen a couple things that you would, um, and I, I've you know talked about this before in some like previous content that I've made, but um, when you watch um, a lot of older animes, right? you could consider them source shows, right? Where what they're doing wasn't considered a trope at the time, but yeah. because it's been so long, we now see it as a trope. Um, and so therefore like we don't really, I guess, respect the show or the movie as much because we feel like we're watching something that's been done a million times. Uh, and I would say that kind of really speaks to like Kiki's strengths and, being able to create this experience for you because even though it is an old show and this formula has been done a couple times, they just do it so well that it kind of exceeds uh, most other um, expectation, I guess, when it, when it comes to watching older films at this point, you know, because now that we've had so much, you know, just anime in general to compare it against, um, this is always going to be something that kind of uh, over that, that uh, will always shine through, um, the the whole sea of, of shows that we've gotten so far even movies as well um but yeah so any uh any final thoughts from you guys anything uh and i think that i yeah i think this movie's definitely great though i think um for me 
uh, definitely uh, early uh, or, or somebody that's like not like heavy into anime and you want to like introduce them in, this is definitely a great movie because they'll definitely be sitting there thinking the same thing. Like, I love this movie and I have no idea why. And so um, definitely for me, I definitely give this guy, let me, I don't know, like I would say, I would say like an 8.7. Uh, for me, I I really love the movie. So, yeah. Um, I feel like anybody that's probably ten years younger than me is not going to be able to relate to this movie nearly as much. And I I guess I was watching the movie; it made me really happy, but it also made me sort of uh regret that I I don't believe there's going to be these opportunities for like kids, honestly, in the future. I don't know. I I think just as a society, we're moving away from like uh encouraging kids to have independence of their own. You know, when's the last time you saw a, a like a ten year old mowing a lawn or raking leaves or something? Like I don't know, I haven't, I haven't seen any kids ever doing anything around my neighborhood for the longest time, mm. especially not on their own and especially without parent per- permission. Like she just did whatever she wanted and it worked out, and then the adults sort of helped her here and there, you know. But she went above and beyond. She had the sort of the morals and the the uh, the support structure sort of already ingrained in her, so. I don't know. It just made me sad because <laughs> I uh, I, w- I wish we could kind of get back some of what was in in the movie. You know. Yeah, I feel yeah. it. What would so, you uh, What would you rate it? Man, it, it's so it's it's hard. For, like, because uh, I feel like giving it such a high rating just sort of puts it over anything that's like true that I, I'm more biased towards. But uh, I don't honestly. I don't. I don't see any reason why I shouldn't give it a nine point five. No, I feel it. Out, out of ten, it. and it, and it, and it's funny because, um, which I'll give my rating right now too. That's that's part of the reason why I always give two ratings for everything. I give a a, a technical one and and a and a personal one. Uh, personally, like this movie's fucking ten out of ten, dude. Like, I, I I relived a lot of things in my own head watching this movie. So it connected to me like almost like you know I guess what people would call like on a spiritual level. You know what I mean? Because it was. It was it was more of just me just watching a movie. It was it was an experience that you know transcended just me sitting on the couch watching it. You know, because it took me to somewhere else that I know normally wouldn't visit. And I feel like that's a sign of a of a very spectacular movie. Um, on a technical aspect, yeah, I give it an eight, solid eight. It it, it had a lot of very obvious flaws, but um, yeah, don't. But that's only from a technical standpoint, which I don't think the goal of this movie was a was to achieve um all these technicalities and storytelling but was more so to to craft that experience but yeah so those are like kind of the the two ends of 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 um of what i give it but yeah all in all it was fantastic so um obviously everyone that's listening to this has watched it and if they haven't then i don't know why you're still listening because you should have watched the movie by now okay it is time (laughs) um aggressive (laughs) but anyways uh yeah go ahead and check out the um the uh, discussion post as well on Kitsu, like I said, will be linked uh, attached to my profile uh, in the description below, um, as well as my show notes, which I'm going to link. So if you guys want to write notes, um, you guys can send them to me and I'm going to link them in the discussion post, which is kind of why I want to record the next thing a little bit earlier. So it will still be posted on a Thursday, but um, just to get the show notes and stuff in there. But um, oh, that's right. Uh, we got to announce the movie for next week. And the movie for next week is... Drum roll, please. Like how one of you gives me a drum roll, the other one just sounds out a drum roll. Okay, stop. Stop, 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 stop,
Okay, no, that's enough drum roll. We're done. Okay, that's it. I'm gonna announce it. Tomoko love story. It's 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 a movie. It's a movie about a guy who's going to college and he likes this girl, so he wants to confess to her. Okay. Yeah, it was completely random. I'm gonna start you know recording what? my selection process um, so that yeah, you guys can see I, how I, I pick know. this. It, as long as it's completely random, then fuck it. It's completely yeah. random. I have uh, the Excel spreadsheet has fate shall decide. Fate shall decide. Fate yeah. Shall decide. Yeah. But anyways, uh, we appreciate y'all for listening to the podcast. Um, it's been your boy Kid Benji, Brian, and Jacob. Uh, I okay. I, I guess I'll let you guys do your outros. Um, check out all the links in the description. And... Oh boy, he's gonna let us talk. Uh, okay, oh, hey. well, say something. Hi guys, hello. Hi. Okay, we're, no, we're saying uh, bye. Don't say hi. We're we're right. we're Wait. outroing. We're outroing. I'm trying to connect Where with to my listeners on a personal level, and you're literally interrupting me. Okay, well, we'll see you guys uh, next week, and yeah, enjoy Tomoko Love Story, and I also help with uh, viewing the content in the description list. Bye bye. Bye.